guys welcome back to our podcast channel marketing minions today we have with us mr shushant dayal who is category head for nutrition at mv thanks a lot shushant for joining in taking out your time it's a pleasure for me pooja thanks a lot for the invite would love to hear interesting and insightful questions from you <laughs> thanks a lot thanks a lot so first of all i would like to start with uh, knowing your professional background so that you know people can relate with it and i would like to know about it more sure sure uh, so i am a sales and marketing professional having an experience of 13 years plus now on uh, multiple global products and brands within multiple organizations like motorola tata tele services pepsico and amway now Uh, the longest stint for me has been with PepsiCo, and during this tenure, I've done a role of sales manager, brand manager, trade marketing, and now category management. So I've covered different parts of sales and marketing landscape, which includes managing a team, channel partners of big scale. From a brand management standpoint, I've managed creative and media strategy, uh, digital marketing, execution of ATL, BTL campaigns, market research, new product development. So through through this, I have gained wide knowledge of different functions. and i feel that i excel in uh, team management digital marketing and innovations and uh, if i tell you currently i am handling uh, the nutrition category at amway and this is since may of 2019 and uh, the good part i would say within this within this journey of uh, two and a half years now is then when i joined uh, the business in 2019 we were doing around 980 crores and 2020 we've done around 1100 crores and 2021 wow. we are estimating around 1200 crores at amway so proudly can say we have been able to transform the nutrition category and its contribution at amway has now increased to almost 65% which was only 56% when i joined in uh so this has been my brief journey if i talk about uh, prior to joining amway i have done my mechanical engineering from delhi college of engineering this was from 2002 to 2006 then i went on to do my mba from i am lucknow from 2006 to 2008 then i then from campus i joined motorola as a management trainee had couple of sales stint at hyderabad and jaipur and during recession i was laid off uh, among five other 500 other employees at motorola and i was searching for uh, for a fresh job just just fresh out of mba so right at the beginning of my career i had a reality check so all those who are right now getting impacted by covid don't worry i am a live example of someone who got impacted but has seen uh from a long term it it all evens out yeah so then post motorola layoff i joined tata tele services wanted to start up with sales so did couple of uh, stints over there in jalgaon and in nasik then i joined pepsico in 2011 based was uh, based in kanpur was handling sales for kanpur for two years i had a very good stint over there then i moved to marketing since i had done four years of sales i did mm. uh, 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 stint as gatorade brand manager for Caterade from 13 to 2013 to 14 then did a trade marketing stint uh, for modern trade and on premise then was handling lipton ict as a brand manager then moved to a key account sales manager so i did five roles uh, in eight and a half years at pepsico and uh, last two and a half years i told you i have been with amway so this has broadly been my journey so far uh, uh, at wow at, uh, Yeah. This is amazing. I must say, you know, I if today's session is planned about understanding FMCG marketing, but I must plan another session with you that how to do 
so much of different paths in career like uh, it is amazing to see that you have moved from sales marketing different channels of marketing you have explored that must have been amazing journey for you and yeah. also you have seen the 2008 crisis like many of us i am also from the batch of 2020 so uh-huh. i just saw and my whole batch saw the crisis of 2020 and we all got our offer revoked or delayed or something like that and it has been a really tough year for all of us so uh, a lot to learn from you thanks a lot for sharing your journey uh, you yeah. talked about uh, marketing and uh, you have worked with a lot of fmcg brands so first of all i would like to understand like what are different marketing techniques used by fmcg brands if i may focus on that yeah so uh, i would say first and foremost uh, whenever you talk about fmcg uh, what are the brand what are the big organizations that come to mind big players are generally itc hul nestle godrej i think right. gsk pepsico right uh, coke so all these are the big names right and right. companies uh, that are altering the fmcg industry and they are really having a very innovative marketing strategies right now so the brand mm-hmm. have created excellent platform for themselves by introducing new strategies in market to create awareness right and uh, maintain lo- customer loyalty so some of the marketing techniques that generally are used i would just list it down that comes to mind one is uh, you can call it multi branding uh, the second would be flanking the third would be extension of the brand itself uh, fourth would be developing a new product and uh, then it's a product life cycle strategy is the fifth one and the sixth one is uh, really taking care taking mileage of the vast network distribution and if i just would want to elaborate a bit on each of these uh, marketing techniques the first one which was multi branding so this is uh, a unique style of fmcg brand that caters to competing products under the same banner so the same company manufactures a range of products similar by john the consumers so the main motto is to create a stronghold in the market with the products of the same brand and leave minimum or no space for the competitors and this strategy is uniquely used to eat up the shelf space available uh, in the distributors or retailers shop and this is all about creating competition among own products and it is a perfect way to grab hold of market share so uh, a clear example of this one would be Universal Unilever, right? So mm-hmm. they have introduced brands like Dove, which is for the premium segment. Then there is Lifebuoy, which is at the economy segment. Then there is Lux, Lirel, Rexona. These are on the intervening segment. So meaning thereby that the company has not left any segment untouched. So this is about multi-branding as a marketing strategy. If I talk about the second uh, way of marketing is flanking. Now, this is typical strategy where the same product is sold in different volume and packaging. So, it is basically offering the same product in different sizes and price combinations to tap market opportunities. For instance, uh, your shampoo in, in bottles or small, small sachets can grab all segments of the market. Uh, the third uh, strategy that I talked about was extension of the brand. So, when a company has already established a brand name, it uses the popularity of as the fuel to add more products with the same name and then they are able to skyrocket the sales. So a simple example over here is Lifebuoy, right? It's, it's, it's usually popular, but then company sells both uh, soap and hand wash liquid with the same name mm. in order to grab the same segment of loyal customers, right? 
so they have extensions like life by plus life by liquid life by gold all these even amul for that matter is an example where they they use amul butter amul cheese amul ghee amul chocolates right so these are all various brand extensions under the umbrella brand of amul uh the fourth one that i talked about was developing new products in this we have a great example like procter and gamble and there these are the best examples where they uh, develop a new product itself uh, to maintain competition and replace the older ones which is already there in the in the market right so a uh, gelet is a great example for that that they they continuously develop new products which are competing and compete themselves and out compete others uh, i talked about the vast distribution network as well so vast distribution network i think is a, a simple example for that is pepsico and coca cola right uh, each all corner of the urban and semi urban markets and cater to products and making it tough for other brands to infiltrate right and i would say uh, a very simple way of increasing fmcg companies market share is developing a strong distribution network and uh, preferably in terms of more in terms of uh, location so i think these are broadly the strategies that lot of fmcg brands use uh, for their uh, uh, in in india specifically to really scale uh, in india wow i think so that is two uh, uh, great examples with great examples you have explained very well that what are the different marketing strategies used by fmcg brands okay uh, shushant you also have experience of working in the fmcg sector from 2013 and maybe till now and you yes. are also working in the digital marketing so what do you think according to you how digital is making its way in fmcg industry so i would say uh, fmcg marketing has been the center of some of the most iconic marketing right, uh, right. it could be pictures taglines advertisements and traditionally fmcg marketing was done through medium such as door to door sales radio advertisements newspapers and banners right and yeah, these yeah. mediums mass message that is the company would uh, would be able to only send one common message to very diverse crowd and hope for some success right however in digital marketing uh, the same fmcgs are now changing the marketing strategies and ta- tactics and with the medium of communication changing the industry is also going through a lot of transition right mm-hmm. and with the advent of i would say social media uh, expanding data networks and spread in the usage of smartphones there's a huge boom in e-commerce stores as well which is there and traditional marketing methods for fmcgs actually under a lot of attack right now so long other long on other days where fmcg would have only one advertisement uh, they use it for product everywhere with digital marketing each promotional push can be customized to meet consumer demand right and i would say uh, top 6 ways how digital is making its way uh, in fmcg industry i would say number one would be it allows you to gain consumer insights and increase your roi i think that's one of the biggest advantage of digital marketing that has over traditional marketing as it helps uh, track every facet of marketing efforts that you're doing so fmcg brands actually spend large sums of money on boarding tv commercials print ads radios and many more however the results of these campaigns are very difficult to measure effectively right. while i mean you will always speculate the figures that can be produced there is no direct way actually to arrive at a definite conclusion when you are actually spending a lot on these fmcg brands however with digital marketing on the other hand 
what really impacts is the way you can track and measure every aspect of the campaign with the help of analytics tools brand can cover information about number of impressions that are that you're getting clicks conversions all those metrics can be very well uh, assessed right and i would say with the ease of tracking on digital media digital marketing that offers fmcg brand can actually redefine the strategy and make it more cost effective i think that's one of the key uh, ways how digital is making uh, an impact the second i would say is more uh, i would say customer centric uh, content marketing is is which which has come up so traditionally fmcg marketer marketed their products by only talking about its attributes like tv newspaper and radio all had the same message about what the product does to the consumer right such marketing was not very effective because it was not attractive and did not appeal to the people people individually now with the arrival of digital marketing the strategies of fmcgs in india have changed drastically right so through digital marketing the customers can get the content which revolves around them they can engage and talk about the brand show other people what they use and how the brand reach recognition for their efforts so fmcgs have actually capitalized on this trend heavily with consumer centric uh, marketing and i would say a customer receive more personalized branding and more relevant advertisements are now shown versus what was shown earlier so that's the second part i would say the third i would say is the huge relevance of social media right according to one of the surveys that i heard uh, an average adult now spends around 2 hours and 40 minutes on social media applications on a daily basis and this is a figure which was in 2020 i think it has go it must have gone up even further now and so this is a massive amount of time the consumers uh, are actually spending uh, on with the, and the brands have which have high engagement and can reach easily can actually have a lot of impact right every social media platform is different and effective for different kinds of audiences while facebook actually appeals to older age groups now instagram is highly effective for marketing to the youth right yeah. so each platform has its own uh, intricacies its own uh, so uh, there's a there's a way an organization can best uh, utilize these platforms to make it purpose and maximize the efforts on them so that's the third thing that is critical the fourth thing which i would say which is also impacting the fmcg is the user generated content and the increasing mm. of influencer marketing so traditional marketers only allowed one way communication as i told earlier but now uh, there is a lot of uh, a lot of emphasis which is going gone on user generated content right there are influencers that are coming in because people like to believe other people that they look up to right and that that is precisely by influencer marketing which which it's based on that so uh, an influencer is someone who has some skills right uh, and they are famous for so i think this is another big big aspect which which i think lot of organizations are picking up right because they need to engage with consumers now versus what was happening earlier uh, the fifth i would say is building strong communities to uh, to to content marketing and here i would say even amway is a great example where we create lot of communities where uh, people actually uh, share so for example there's a weight management community which is there where people want to lose weight and there is a huge community that is built so lot of fmcgs are now building communities where they can have similar affinity similar thought and they can actually make product get sold in a manner which is not 
like directly selling it to them it's about creating that community and the product is part of that community so that i would say is another big thing big thing that is changing uh, the sixth i would say is the online reputation management i think earlier uh, fmcg obviously there was one way communication now when the customers are shopping online one of the key decision making factors is making a purchase uh, is when they look at the online reviews so all e-commerce stores have a review section where anyone who has bought the product can put a review and these reviews actually help in increasing the authenticity of the product at the same time develop trust with the customer that the product quality and the usage is satisfactory so i think uh, broadly in the end i would say there is definitely lots of benefit in digital marketing however developing a cross channel marketing mix is super critical to get maximum impact and a perfect marketing mix for fmcg advertisement involved uh, like lot of customization of digital and traditional media right and with campaigns and fmcg admin there is a spread of over multiple platforms so brands can develop consumer awareness and influence purchase decisions by ensuring that uh, it is that customized and it's a mix of both traditional media and digital media so broadly i would say this would be my answer to your question on digital media having an impact on fmcg wow i think so you covered a lot of uh, aspect of uh, digital marketing and how fmcgs are also now getting into that uh, we can see the digital and they are also picking up you focused a lot on consumer shushant you talked about to that ugc is important understanding customer is important the customer roi is important so what are the different techniques used for customer listening as such how do we ensure that we are listening our customers or how we are able to understand their pain point or challenges how do we ensure that yeah so uh, before i get into the techniques again the mm-hmm. i would say i will emphasize on why customer listening is important again right. i'll I, i'll keep on quoting lot of uh, studies that i that i have heard so there was a recent study where it was observed that 82% of the consumers said that they would switch products or service provider after a bad experience with a customer with the company's customer service department so right. that is a very scary number right mm-hmm. 82% and right it's important that so hence it is extremely important that you actively listen to customers and analyze their feedback so you can actually correct big issues that are causing customer churn and and listening is all about so it's not about just hearing their problems it's not just about picking up the phone and answering a ringing bell at your service desk i think listening uh, to customers is about connecting with them it involves paying close attention to the needs and understanding how you can help them achieve their goals and i would say the best uh, service reps are excellent listeners uh, they can recall events details that were mentioned earlier in the case and are consistently in tune with the customers emotions which actually saves customers from having the having to repeat information which adds friction to to service experience right and uh, i would say uh, a poor customer service experience on social media is shared with twice as many people right and unfortunately mm-hmm. the negative impact uh, doesn't end there a one poor experience that is shared publicly can actually undo effect of five positive experiences and there's right. no faster way to lose business than to ignore your customers right mm. so i would say the benefits of customer listening are that it increases average spend per customer it reduces operational cost it gives you competitive advantage it results in greater job satisfaction as well for it 
for individuals now if i come to specifically on different uh, customer listening techniques i would say uh, there are few techniques one is uh, you can find social networks you want to listen on in right so uh, the easiest easiest way to decide to choose the channels your customers are most active on so you can start by looking at social media data uh, you can look at customer segment so uh, and social listening is very easy now on facebook and instagram on uh, right so that's one of the ways this uh what is very important is choosing social listening tools you want to use so when a company is in tagged on social media for example uh and someone actually posts directly uh the company does not get notified notified because there's no hashtag so only people who see these messages are probably the authors the followers not the social media listening team itself so you could include tools like google alerts there's hotsuit which is which is a very a very popular uh, tool which is used on social media monitoring uh, there is follower worm so there are multiple i would say tools which are now available for social listening which where you can be very very active and respond to cust- uh, customers and you can also set up alerts and notifications for real time updates so to find conversations online you need to set up alerts and notifications and you can receive real time updates on each time a conversation takes place allowing you to participate uh, as needed right and i would say the other which is very, other thing which is very important uh, while uh, as a as a technique for customer listening is uh, i would say handling customer co- complaints right handling customer complaints as i told you when a customer has a bad experience uh, i would say 31 around almost 31% of them actually turn up to social media to complain about it and unfortunately only 21% of the complaints uh, never receive a response so very important that how quickly you respond to a customer complaint and even if, if social media you need to address the complaint very quickly and apologize because uh, i think what is very important is uh, being able to acknowledge because customers now are very very i would say uh, impatient to get any response so in fact you should also acknowledge positive feedback uh, because not all conversations around brand will be negative so every positive feedback i think you should engage you should acknowledge you should in fact say thank you uh, while you are uh, engaging with your consumers so i think uh, in conclusion i would say listening to your customers is an important part of customer experience which makes it a valuable strategy for any business and through listening you can gain competitive advantage exceed customer expectations increase revenue uh, however you can only achieve this if you have the right strategy in place this means choosing the right networks to monitor using the right tools to track conversations and then prioritizing support resources to respond in real time to tweets comments posts about your brand so just remember the golden rule you need to talk less you should listen more <laughs> i think that's that would be my mantra so that applies to brands as well <laughs> absolutely okay uh, you touched upon uh, that uh, you know the customers are switching very fast so how do we define customer loyalty in current times when we are so many options we are spoiled with the choices and the uh, option of getting one brand versus another brand is very easy earlier we used to go to uh, maybe outlets and then maybe one brand was available and another was not available but with yeah. digital e-commerce coming in every brand is available i can look for any brand i can and my switching 
capability is very easy so how do we define customer being loyal in current times and are there any specific techniques which we use especially in fmcg sector yeah here again i would say i think uh, customer loyalty is all about it's a measure of how likely your customers are to do repeat business with you right and different yeah. ind- industries actually use different measures of loyalty uh, the ba- most basic way is to with over a customer's lifetime in your database right and repeat buyers are your most valuable customers i would say though they may not be big purchasers it is likely that over a t- over a period of time the revenue from them will top revenue from big one time buyers so in fact uh, again one of the studies i had gone through that only 5% improvement in customer retention actually yields between 25 to 100% increase in profits across industries and happy wow. customers actually spend more money more often so there are tons of other benefits of having loyal customers as well so free advertising for example by word of mouth positive online reviews so all these have very very positive impact on uh, on the overall business so and the point that you had mentioned that days of having loyal loyal customers uh, and for a very long time uh, in organization i think those are dated now uh, among and the amount of trust consumers put in brands is decreasing all the time and the typical consumer now switch brands uh, without hesitation if they get a better offer so the famous rule which was earlier 80 20 principle that you your 20% customers account for 80% of turn- turnover i think it has moved to around 60 40 and over a period of time it will happen 50 50 where you will wear loyal and disloyal customers will generate the same amount of income so i think uh, that's going to be and there are a lot of examples right earlier uh, there was nokia right which, which had loyal customers the moment uh, there came apple and samsung without a second thought they moved there so there are a number of shifts uh, that go uh, go some way to explaining the decline in this customer loyalty i think uh, why it is it is majorly the loyalty is 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 getting impacted is that there are, i mean we are failing to keep the customer expectations there is uh, failing of loyalty programs as well i would say a lot of companies earlier thought that loyalty program would be a shortcut to success but a lot of studies have told that loyalty programs actually slash your profit margins uh, <laughs> rather than giving mm-hmm. you more loyalty so uh, the, that is another big reason there is another reason that everything is now transparent right with smartphones and tablets coming in everything is transparent the customers know everything about about the organization about everything about the brand uh, there are other reasons like failing to focus on customer experience as a whole right uh, with lot of organizations what happens is there are multiple departments which are there and if they are not seamlessly uh, talking to the customer directly and each one having their own ways of communicating there leads to a lot of gap in the communication right so i think that's those are some of the key reasons why uh, why i would say customer loyalty has consistently been going down but the solution i think uh, of bringing back customer loyalty i would again say is going back to basics right business can succeed in a commodity market in in two ways first is you can work more efficiently to make it possible to sell products cheaper and alternatively you can offer some unique value added right value add which is differentiating for the consumer and the product has enough differentiation to justify higher prices and the reality of today's society is that the means of doing business really you need to do both 
<laughs> right if the company is right. going to survive it will not only have to work more efficiently but also offer something unique that adds value to the customer so uh, i would say uh, studies have revealed that today's customers expect companies to act properly uh, on 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 uh, i would say three levels that is one is that they need to be good uh, to customers that customers firstly expect uh, to have excellent treatment and service second is be good to your employees that com- uh, company that exploit their employees are placed profit ahead of them i would say uh, they get into trouble and the fourth the third thing is be good to society so customers like like companies with a view on the world that reflects their own right so this doesn't mean giving all profits to charity but there is a level of expectation that aim to make a difference in people's lives right so in conclusion i would say the solution lies at a deeper level than just marketing it's about mm-hmm. going back to basics and really understanding uh, the pain points of the customers and providing them all the solutions in a differentiated manner uh, with and ensuring that from an emotional point of view you are able to really understand what the con- customer is actually looking forward to exactly i think so i totally agree with you on this um, if i may quote my uh, two days back experience so i was just do, uh, in a shopping complex and uh, there was a huge queue in that for all the you know payment related and even though yeah. the complex was the you know the outlet was trying to sell the membership and they were just yeah. uh, you know focusing on okay ma'am please buy the membership and the person ahead of me he was so frustrated with that and even i was feeling that and being a marketer myself i was feeling like what they are doing why they are focusing on selling the membership at this point of time yeah is low the queue is huge everyone is waiting for getting their order you know be yeah. billed but even though they were focusing on uh, giving the membership card and then then asking for the details your name phone number everything otp and it was increasing <laughs> the time <laughs> so yeah. i was thinking like sometimes it is not all about marketing uh yeah. it is more about you know satisfying your customer giving them the better experience rather than focusing on selling a membership card itself so Absolutely. you are very right about it so um shrijant i really liked uh, you every in each of the question you kind of quoted one number or some survey so i really want to know how do you keep yourself so much up to date and how do you uh, keep yourself up to date with marketing trends or the changes yeah i would say uh, one of the key uh, practices or key habits that i have kind of uh, incorporated in my life i think that was 2 2 and a half years back was actually uh, reading almost a book uh, every week uh, week to 10 days right it takes me to read a book so and i i, I read book uh, on diverse uh, subjects like marketing strategy sales i read mot- motivational spiritual books biographies so all these really help me to one introspect and also understand uh, what all is happening the other thing that i do is i read interesting articles uh, i keep sharing a lot of content on linkedin so what that does is i so if i need to share something i think i need to know 10 times before uh, 10x of what whatever i'm sharing right so i need to read yeah. 10x of what i'm sharing so i think that's something that that really helps me build i i take up relevant online trainings webinars i actually you listen to a lot of youtube content as well there are a lot of amazing content creators so it could be on any genres like for marketing for motivation so i i i can also quote some of the 
content creators that i that i follow that really help me both from a digital marketing from a spiritual journey so uh, play, uh, people like gary venachak uh, ankur wareko sandeep maheshwari uh, right vivek bind on spiritual uh, path i listen to uh, sadguru tt rangarajan wayne dyer bk shivani ghor gopal das so all these actually are great content providers who actually help you keep your thought process uh, right you keep yourself i mean I, i i whenever i'm going for a workout sometimes right so i listen to all these biographies i keep listening to all these motivational speakers i keep listening to a lot of marketing strategies uh, right so i think it's it's a function of like like marketers like seth godin and all of those uh, people that i've talked about so i think it's about mm-hmm. listening to them and also then introspecting so uh, even from a book book standpoint if i read a book what i start what i started doing two years back was i started summarizing for myself because after you you read a book a lot of times happens that you don't remember what is what, what you right. actually read so true i started uh, writing book summaries for myself so that i can remember what i have read and over a period of time then i started posting those summaries on on social media on linkedin for example and then what i when i started getting a lot of uh, queries a lot of likes a lot of people started uh, telling that uh, your book summaries are great so i thought it's it's good for me and good for good for the society and good for people as well to for me to keep sharing what i learn so i think that's what keeps me motivated and that's how i keep myself updated as well with all these changes now that's a great advice uh, i do read book but i haven't started summarizing them so i think so this is the time for me also to start summarizing the books also which i read <clears throat> thanks a lot for great uh, i hack i would say so at the end shushant i would like uh, one piece of advice for from you for the budding on uh, marketers or the all the listeners all out there so here i'll just elaborate again a bit but first uh, and most most thing i think that's something that i also missed probably at the beginning of mm-hmm. my career i think in my 20s uh, what i should have definitely done is build my personal brand and it's very important that you start building your brand when you're young and you have to be authentic and uh, in the words of jeff bezos uh, the point is your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room and right. the term branding right used to be reserved for businesses earlier but i think with the advent of social media and the gig economy personal branding has become in actually fundamental a personal brand actually is a unique combination right of skills experiences that makes you uh, it's how you present yourself to the world and i would say effective personal branding will differentiate you from competition and allow you to build trust with anyone whether it be your client your organization your date your employers so and the fact is whether you know it or not you already have a personal brand right when you google yourself whatever pops out these are the first impression that people will have about you so is it a good one or a bad one is the information you are sharing on linkedin facebook social media are they consistent or not whether and whether you are going on a date or going on an interview chances are that someone is going to google Uh, you and learn more about right. you right and the question is do you want to allow your online reputation to take on its own life or you want to control the narrative right mm. so i think with this this glorification glorification of of social media it's become essential to embrace uh, the personal branding bit 
and again one last quote in fact one last research fact i'll tell you that uh, uh, in fact in one of the surveys what came out was 70% of the employers actually use as use social media to screen candidates during the hiring process mm. and another incent, uh, interesting uh, research fact is that 43% of the employers actually use social media to check on their current employees as well so <laughs> the fact is that uh, i think personal branding is beneficial both from an employer's perspective and also from an employee perspective because an employee can actually help acquire new customers retain existing ones right if they view uh you as trust was the thought leader right and developing a personal brand doesn't happen overnight, uh, overnight. it's imperative that you are able to communicate your purpose mission uh, to your audience in a genuine and consistent way in a very long term from a very long term perspective and it's all about uh, the that your how your message aligns and relate to the audience at a specific time and i would say here the art of storytelling is also super important so i think it's 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 a long term journey of building your personal brand the earlier you start the better it is and uh, that will be my big recommendation to anyone who listens to this podcast yeah so that is a great piece of advice i also started uh, being active on linkedin on focusing on my personal brand uh, just 3 4 years back 3 years back i would yeah. say when i joined mba Uh, but if, uh, i wonder if you know why people are why students are not encouraged for it i also wonder it you know this should be something we should be uh, told even in 12th class or when we join our engineering or whatever course we do during the in- uh, graduation itself uh, that you should focus on what you want to be or at least be authentic about it i think so that is a great piece of advice thanks a lot for it uh i really love talking with you shant it is was a great learning experience i think so i have uh, in half an hour i have read one book <laughs> i'm feeling like that <laughs> the whole book on marketing i have read i'm feeling like that i think so all the listeners also enjoyed it thanks a lot for uh, uh sharing your knowledge with us and time with us and to all the listeners out there you can connect with shushant on linkedin at shushant dayal that's how i came to know i came to know him via his content i follow his content regularly and that's how i came to know about his experience and got connected with him so you guys can also connect with him and thanks a lot for tuning in and uh, thanks a lot to shushant once again thanks a lot puja for having me here it was pleasure talking to you and all the thanks. best Thanks a lot thanks a lot uh, so guys thank you for joining in till then uh, keep listening keep learning and have fun thanks a lot thank you